welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about CDs, and we probably covered this topic in other forms over the, the last few years, but just wanted to do a quick touch base on uh, under, make sure everyone understands when you buy a CD, what you're getting, and you know, when you're looking at the marketing for some of these CDs, uh, what uh, what some of the words mean. So, you know, I've been driving around a lot, and I see lawn signs on every every single bank. You see banners up on their on their facade. You click on a website, and there the you know the banner ads pop up, and you know they'll say things like three month CD at five point something percent, six or nine month CD at something you know five point two, five point three percent. You know, name your term. Here's the interest rate, and when you start seeing. Uh, numbers like 4.5, 5.5% on CDs, we haven't seen those numbers in 20 plus years uh, with the kind of a declining or low interest rate environment we've been in. So when you start to see those numbers, it's like, wow, that's that's 5% on my money. I I Maybe I should do that. Um, but it's just, you just want to make sure everyone understands, especially with some of the shorter term CDs. So if you buy a six month CD and it's marketed as having an APY of 5%. So let's say you put a $10,000 in a, in a CD for six months with a 5% APY or what stands for annual percentage yield. A lot of people think at the end of that six months, they're going to get $500 of interest. Um, but but that's not how it works. The annual percentage yield is the assumption that that money stays in that CD for one full year, or what you would earn if you received that rate of return for the entire year. So a six month CD that's you know earning a five percent APY at the end of six months when your CD matures, your balance will be ten thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Not so you're basically got half of the interest because you only kept the money in half of the year. Um, and what happens with most CDs is they automatically renew. So you'll get a letter or a note from your bank about two weeks prior to that CD maturity saying, uh, you know, you're coming up on your maturity date. If you don't want to do anything, uh, we'll automatically renew you for another six month CD at current interest rates. Um, and at that point, you have an opportunity either to take the money out of the CD and kind of keep it in your checking your savings account or make a change to the CD if you want to change the term or change how much you want to have invested. Um, so, but sometimes, you know, the, that initial rate isn't necessarily going to be the same as the renewal rate. So in some situations, even though, you know, rates haven't changed a whole lot, that introductory rate of five, five and a half, or 5% might renew at four and a half or four. Um, sometimes it, renews higher if rates have gone up higher. Um, so, but when you, when you're buying shorter term CDs, uh, you, you, two things you have to remember one, you don't get the full annual interest in the six month period, you know, cause some people say, well, why wouldn't I just buy a six month CD, get 5% and then buy another six month CD when that's done and get another 5% so that by the end of the year, I've gotten 10% on my money. Um, so that's kind of, you know, a, a common misunderstanding, because you don't, you only get half of the interest first half of the year and you get the other half, the other the second half of the year. So at the end of the year, you would have generated 5% on your money, which, you know, compared to CDs a year or two years ago, that's amazing. Um, but you just want to be fully aware of what to expect in that account. Um, and then, like I said, the second part of that is 
you have to be prepared when the new renewal period comes up to at least just look, look at what your renewal rate is going to be, what other rates the bank might be offering, you know, for small amount of interest, you may not, you know, want to switch banks over it, but you just want to be aware that, you know, if that renewal rate comes in at 3% and the bank next door is offering 5% on that same CD, um, you know, is it worth kind of exploring having a couple of different options? Uh, and it's not uncommon for people to kind of do CD, you know, they kind of move their CDs around different banks every six or 12 months. Um, I think banks kind of, that's why some of the marketing exists and they rely on it. Um, you know, for the amount of interest, a lot of times I'll talk to clients about, you know, even if you say had a hundred thousand dollars in various CDs and, you know, you're, you can get a half a percent more by moving money from ABC bank to XYZ bank. One half of 1% on $100,000 is about $500 of interest and $500 is nothing to shake a stick at, but um, is it, is it worth kind of going through the whole process of closing an account going to a new bank, doing all the paperwork to, you know, uh, open up a new account, transferring the money, and then having to remember to kind of where that bank is and then when that renewal date is going to be. For some people, $500, that's, it's worth it. You know, it takes a couple hours and I'm happy to do that. For others, it's not worth the hassle. So even though they're getting a slightly lower renewal rate, uh, they kind of got the credit on the first six months and they're, and they don't necessarily want to deal with the hassle of, of, of going through it. Um, that's a personal decision for you, but just understand that if you buy a short-term CD, you don't get the full year's worth of interest, uh, in that, in that, uh, less than one year term, you have to keep the money in there, uh, for the whole year. So let's use a nine month CD. For example, you have a nine month CD that's paying 5% at the end of nine months, you've only received 3.75% of that 5, 5% growth because you've only been in there three fourths of the year. So, you know, you're going to renew that rate for another nine months. So technically you're going to earn more than 5% on the whole amount because it'll have stayed in there 18 months because you're going into that second year. Um, so, but now the money is tied up again for a little bit longer of a phase. So, you know, that's just, you know, quick awareness of, of what CD rates are, what to be aware of, what you're getting, you know, make sure you're, you're fully aware of what you're buying, what you're getting. Um, and then the second question is, should I be doing it? Does it make sense for me? And, you know, that's a, a bigger discussion, you know, depending on your liquidity, your needs, your, your overall growth and perspectives. But, um, you know, the discussion of whether to buy CDs two years ago was not a big one because the CD rates were 1%. And, uh, most people had a general thought that they could do better than one percent in a you know in a in an overall investment strategy. As CD rates start paying five, four, five, six percent, you know some people get a little bit more uh, you know cautious and say, well, if I can get five percent guaranteed, do I want to take the chance or take the risk of you know maybe losing some money in the markets versus versus making a little bit more? Um, and you know. It's it's human nature, you know. People don't like to lose money, and if you had money invested in the stock market or even in bonds last year, you probably lost money. So, um, but you have to be aware of what uh, you know, why you're getting five percent on those CDs, and what's what's you know likely to happen over the next three to five years. So, if you are uh, the reason you're getting a higher return on those CDs is because inflation has been a, a, a challenge in this country. So uh, in order to try to you know squash inflation, interest rates have come up, which means banks are paying higher interest rates on CDs. 
but it also means your groceries cost more, your gas costs more, things cost more. So even though you're getting four or five percent guaranteed on these CDs, if your cost of living is going up by four or five percent, your actual earnings on those dollars is not is zero um, because you know after you factor in inflation, all the gains are just going to cover inflation. Um, so when we think about you know your time frame, if you're going to need this money in six months and you know you're going to need exactly ten thousand dollars, put ten thousand dollars in a six month CD and take it out as soon as it matures. You keep the three, you know, the two or three hundred dollars of interest you accumulated, and you pay whatever bill or buy whatever it is you have to do at the end of six months. But if you're looking at your retirement accounts uh, that you might not really be touching for ten or fifteen or twenty years, and you're frustrated that they've gone down by ten or fifteen or twenty percent in the last year or two because of market declines, and they've been up a little bit in the beginning of the year and then coming back down as markets are volatile. You have to remember that over a 10 or 15 year period, uh, there's going to be a lot of market cycles. And the reason why you know stocks tend to you know return more over time is for that risk premium. So yes, you know, you, you, some people get frustrated and say, my account's down if 10 or 15%. If I had just put it in a CD, I would have gotten 4% guaranteed. I should have done that. But what happens is that four or 5% is kind of the highest you're ever going to get. And as markets do correct themselves, as interest rates start to fluctuate, as as the economy kind of finds its footing, you know, it's not uncommon for stocks to kind of rebound and have a, a year where they go up 10, 15, 20%. And if you watch the markets recover by 15% and you're stuck getting 5% guaranteed, you're going to have that same amount of regrets as, oh, I shouldn't have uh, taken my money out just to get 5% because I gave away 15%. So the the whole uh, kind of process of investing and, and the psychology and the emotions behind it are hard if you're trying to guess what's going to come next. But if you have a disciplined investment approach and you it aligns with your long-term financial needs, you you're not sure what's going to come in, in the future, but you're also not going to be surprised by it. So if you have money in the stock market for retirement that's 15 or 20 years from now, and it goes down by 10 or 15%, you're not going to second guess yourself like I should have been in cash because we know over the next 10 or 15 or 20 years, those are going to rebound and go much higher than that CD would have done if you just kept it in CDs for the next 15 or 20 years. Because if you... If you just keep a CD for 15 years, you might get three, four, five percent a year, but inflation is also going to be at three, four, five percent a year. So at the end of 20 years, uh, you know, your money might have doubled, but so has the cost of living. So if we're looking at over longer term periods, you know, stocks are there to be inflation hedges over the long term because they're going to grow at a rate higher than cash over time, um, which gives you that buffer to kind of to kind of replace some of the earnings lost by inflation. So um, our CD is a good tool. If it's money you're going to need in the next one to three years, or there's that amount that you just want to like know it's there and not, you know, not going to lose money. CDs are a great way, you know, you know, talk to your advisor, you know, ask questions about maybe laddering. So maybe you have a six or 12 or 24 month CD. Um, versus, you know, just keeping it all in a check in your savings account. So if you're the type of person that has, you know, 50 or $100,000 just sitting in a checking account or savings account, because you're not sure what's going to come next, and that savings or checking account is paying you 0.1 or 0.3%, 
Yeah, definitely do your homework. You know, look at local, you know, high yield savings, short term CDs, intermediate CDs that might generate three to five percent. Um, so at least you're getting something on your money. Um, but if you're trying to decide, do I take my money out of my IRA and buy CDs, and you still have 15, 20 years to when you're going to need that money, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to regret that decision at some point in the next 15 or 20 years. Um, you know, some people say, well, I'll take it out now and then I'll put it back in when I when markets start to look like they're going to go up. Um, and if people could do that, everyone would do it. But ultimately what happens is once you take it out of the market, um, it's really hard to put it back in because you take it out and then the market jumps up 5%. You say, well, it went up 5%, so it's probably going to come back down again 5% or more. I don't want to invest now. And then you know what? It, it goes up again. So now it's up 10%. And you said, ah, I missed the first 10%, but you know what? It went down 10% last year. So it's probably going to come back down again 10%. So I won't, I won't put it back in now. I'll wait till it comes back down 10%. Then I'll put it back in. So then actually what happens is it comes back down 10%. And you're like, oh, you know what? Last time it went down 20%. So it's only down 10. I'm going to wait till it goes down another 10. Then I'll put it back in. But you know what happens is it doesn't go back down the next 10. It goes up 20 and now you've missed out on that 20. And you're constantly playing this I coulda, shoulda, woulda game of, you know, should I get back in now? Should I get back in now? And the the simple answer is there's no right time to get back in if you've gotten out, um, except for immediately. <laughs> if you know that, you know, if you think markets over the next 15 or 20 years will be higher than they are today, then the right time to invest is now. If you have so if you've gotten out of the markets and you're trying to guess, you know, when's the right time to get back in, don't listen to where the bottom is going to be and try to guess, just get back in. If you're thinking about getting out and you know you have 15 or 20 years, just stay in. You know, you know, continue to review what you're holding, make sure you're properly diversified. But you know, don't try to guess when to get in and when to get out of the markets because it's it's almost impossible. You might get it right once, but you'll probably get it wrong 10 other times. Um, so you know. I know we started talking about CDs and we've kind of morphed into a few other things, but um, you know, CDs are becoming a much more valuable tool than they were three or four years ago for short-term cash, for intermediate purchases, home savings goals that might be one to three years away, college educations, new cars, things like that. You know, these are going to be big expenditures that are coming down the path. So, you know, leveraging CDs more effectively is is definitely a more important discussion, um, but not as part of your 20 or 30 year wealth generation strategy. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, cash and CDs have the least amount of risk. So over time, they tend to return the least amount. Bonds, and there's a lot of different types of bonds, but they tend to have a slightly more uh, different type of risk profile, a little more risk than cash, but not as aggressive as equities. And they tend to outperform cash over time at a, a certain threshold. And stocks, you know, and there's obviously a wide range of uh, risk in certain different stocks, but stocks over time provide a risk premium for long-term growth. Um, and, you know, you get rewarded over time for holding a diversified basket of, of stocks and, and equities. Um, so, you know, CDs, are they good? Are they bad? The answer is, uh, you know, for the right time, they're the, they're the right investment tool. Uh, make sure you're aware of what the differences of your time frame. If I'm holding it for six months, don't expect to get 5% in six months, you get 2.5%. If you're thinking about making a change from stocks to CDs, 
you know, just make sure you it's because it's the right time frame, not because you think CDs are better than stocks because they are completely different. Uh, they are two totally different investments with totally investment risk profiles and, and they're they're designed to do different things. So don't try to compare stocks to CDs because um, it's just not a rational discussion. So um, I hope you enjoyed our discussion today uh, and, and you picked up one or two things that might, you know, add to your financial confidence, especially in times of uncertainty that we're going through right now. So till next time, thanks for listening. I'm Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.